I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. Well, things have calmed down a little bit now, and I'm sitting here in my big black comfortable leather papa chair in the living room trying to figure out why I bought my lady wonder wench a new car today. Wasn't in the plans. But you should have seen the look on her face when I gave her the keys. Big Louie, his own bad self, the chief mustard cutter of the Louie Louie generation, has the only possible explanation for this. Louie says a man's plans are written in the sands. Which I guess is kind of a kind way of saying that about half the things you expect to do, you won't do. And half the things you don't expect to do, you might do, or maybe not. And either way, don't be surprised if you get a surprise. Especially if your plans involve some other guy's plans. And all of a sudden, he's standing there scratching his head and ducking something that's about to smack him alongside the head. Oh, boy. New car was definitely not in the plans in our budget. I'm hoping to retire at the end of the year. Actually, I'm scared out of my mind about retiring. I've been working since I was 12. Not especially hard, but but working, you know. And I guess that's the subject for another podcast. Anyway, obviously, in order to figure out how much money you're going to need when you retire, you have to take a look at how many years that you'll probably be around. I figure about 15 should do it for me. And to be blunt about it, my Lady Wonder Wench's new car cost about one of those years' retirement money, as I had it figured anyway. That's why it really wasn't in the plans. Oh, yeah, a man's plans are written in the sands. Actually, my life has turned out to be even better than I could possibly have planned it. I have no complaints. For the most part, it's been like buying a box of chocolates and finding a second layer of candy under the one on top. You ever do that? That's a kind of a, wow, that's terrific. A lot of times the almonds are the ones in the bottom. Maybe it's uh, lucky because I usually tend to see the, the carrot at the end of the tunnel. That's basically the way I look at things. Or maybe it's just plain dumb luck. Come to think of it, what the heck is dumb about luck? I figured the trick is you got to trust yourself, you know? And of course, you have to also trust the advice of Big Louie, his own bad self. Louie's got plenty of experience, and uh, he's always warning us not to pay too much attention to the so-called experts. And he has, I think, a very interesting example of what can happen if you do pay too much attention to even the people who ought to know. He says, if you ask a turkey what he should be stuffed with, he'll tell you grasshoppers, seeds, and worms. And if we paid attention to that kind of expert advice, I think Thanksgiving would lose a certain amount of its appeal. And, of course, all the people who really know how to run the government are doing talk shows and driving cabs and cutting hair. Experts of all kinds. you got you got party planners, you know, and, and meeting planners. And you have your monthly planner. And there's even evacuation plans. 
Some evacuation plans are a little bit hairy. This is true. I lived on Long Island for a long time, and there is a nuclear plant on the North Shore there. And the government's evacuation plan, believe it or not, the government's evacuation plan for Long Island was that if there's a meltdown at the nuke, everybody on Long Island's going to get on the Long Island Expressway and drive into Manhattan. (laughs) Isn't that a plan? It's a bad joke. A man's plans are written in the sands. Some people are involved with Planned Parenthood, which I think is mostly about not becoming a parent. I, I think it's amazing when people say, we're working at having a baby. Just work, work, work. That's the kind of work for which I think I am well qualified since I have six kids. And besides the Viagra elements that are involved, I also know about the baby's five basic needs, which are food, shelter, love, sunlight, and peekaboo. Now, some experts who are not me don't understand the power of peekaboo, but you have to look at it from the perspective of a little kid, all right? little kid puts his hands up over his eyes, and the world disappears. And you put your hands down, and everything... That's better. Reappears. You're in charge of the entire world. Think about it. And there are places, of course, a woman can go to check and see if she is pregnant. And if she is and she wants an abortion, she goes into the next room where there is a qualified doctor and he gets the job done. You know, I've always thought that there must be some women who are disappointed when they find out that they are not pregnant. And there should be another room, maybe just down the hall a little, you know, with soft lights, uh, nice music, and a waterbed, and some uh, equally well-qualified worker, like myself, for example, who can get that job done. And please do not mention that I said this to certain people named Wonder Wench because I don't want her to take aim at me with her brand-new car, the one that wasn't in the plan. Wonder Wench is really something. When she wears her hair up, and shows off her sexy neck like she did today. It's kind of the equivalent of other women wearing an indecently short mini skirt or something from Victoria's Secret. You, know? you should have seen the look on her face when I when I gave her the keys to the car. That wasn't in the plan. Six details, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's keeping you awake at night out the other ear, and you can nod off comfortably to sleep. Tonight, a little change. We're going to discuss the true meaning of several common English words. For example, the word baloney. That's where some women wear their hemlines, baloney. A rubberneck is what you do to uh, relax your girlfriend, rubberneck. Heroes is what a guy in a boat does. Heroes. (laughs) It's like a subdued, which is what you call a sailor in an undersea craft, a subdued. And primate is what a woman has to do to get the TV changer away from her husband. Dicks to tails. They take your mind off your mind. A man's plans are written in the sands. In a way, I guess that basically means that sometimes you've got to change your plans, you know. In fact, change is always inevitable, except from a candy machine. 
But, but changes almost always causes problems. Even when the change is that all of a sudden things are just staying the same. They're not changing. There's a story about that in the personal audio CD called Love Comes When You Least Expect It. The story is called Beauty and the Beast. It goes like this. Until tonight, I thought trust and truth went together like mom and apple pie or beauty and the beast. But tonight, your beast touched another woman, my love. We really are like beauty and the beast. You are so lovely. I've never lied to you before. But how can I tell you? How can I trade your trust for this truth? I won't have to tell you. You'll know. You'll hear it in my voice first. Then you'll see it in my eyes. That's the way it always has been when something goes wrong. I know what beauty loves about this beast. It's the absolute concentration on our love. I used to watch you so carefully in the moonlight that the night turned purple around you. Your sleeping face became so beautiful, so supple. You lit every cell in your body with the warm golden light that you feel inside. You always slept so close to innocence, especially after we made love. Most nights your skin has a scent of yellow and blue wildflowers mixed with smoke from a hardwood fire about it. And those are the nights when beauty wants to make love with her beast. And now it's only a question of time until you know. A question of time. Ten minutes. That's all it was. Just an ounce of loving that I gave her. A drop of concentration from the ocean that belongs to you. How many Christmas Eves full of homemade presents? How many children's questions? How many laughs and tears have we shared, my love? How long have you been my beauty, my woman, my trusted friend? Not touching you now would be a sin against the God who gave us to each other. Until tonight, I thought trust and truth went together like beauty and the beast. Now, if I ever trade your trust, my love, for this truth, how will I ever touch you again? How will I ever touch you again? And how could a man who calls a woman my love ever be unfaithful to her. And if he is unfaithful, even only once, can she ever have faith in him again? And just as important, can he ever regain his faith in himself? How could a thing like that happen? It was midnight. It was windy. It was cold. The coffee was so old that it tasted like it had a crust. There was a familiar smell of aviation gas and dust hanging over the old brown cracked leather couch in the pilot's lounge. You know, most people think of airports, they think of JFK or O'Hare or LAX. Airports, their destinations. But this was just a fuel stop runway in the middle of a trip. A trip that had 500 more miles to go in a little four-seat airplane. It was getting bounced around pretty badly on a raw, nasty, dangerous icy night 
It should have meant 50 more gallons of gas for the plane and about 10 minutes of rest for the pilot. There was just enough light from an old green shaded lamp to trace the out-of-place tinkle of dangle earrings flickering under long, shining, soft brown hair. She had a soft voice, quick smile, warm laugh. She was slowly running her fingers through her hair when one of her fingernails clicked against some uncomfortable clasp that slowly came undone. She was instantly vulnerable, warm, unprotected. Every mysterious woman I've ever met. She became a quick question mark in the long, everyday story of our lives, my love. You were so far away. There were 500 miles of black winter wind and deadly ice between us. And her soft lips were smiling close enough to feel her breath on my cheek. I know trust is forever. I know dreams are for lifetimes. But temptation is a moment out of time. So it has no respect for all of our years. It happened in an instant. The stranger became a lover. You became a stranger, my love. There was a time in my life when I thought that I would never get to touch my lady wonder wench again. That story's called Beauty and the Beast. It's from the personal audio CD called Love Comes When You Least Expect It. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast. Or if you want a fresh copy, just go back to DickSummer.com and download it from the icon on the homepage. I think most of the time... We have two reasons for the things that we do. We got a good reason and we got a real reason. Good reason for buying this expensive new car is so my lady wonder wench will have dependable transportation and she'll enjoy it, you know? The real reason, though, for buying this hideously expensive new car for her is that I'm hoping to retire pretty soon, you know? I haven't come to the point where most of the stuff in my shopping cart says for fast relief. And my memory isn't quite so bad that I can hide my own Easter eggs. But this uh, formerly hunky body, I must admit, is beginning to make the same kind of noises as my coffee maker. And I figure I got maybe, you know, 15 or 20 years, something like that. And I plan on spending them all with my lady wonder wench. That's the plan. But I know my buddy Big Louie is right. Man's plans are written in the sands. She was wearing her hair up today and showing off that sexy neck. And you should have seen her face when I handed her the keys. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. A quiet place to rest your head. 
safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths, come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.